Gail Gibson, accredited master performance coach, international speaker, podcast host and author. Known as the Can Do Coach, I thrive on enabling leaders to step up, shake it off and shine. Welcome to my podcast, The Can Do Way. My guests from across the globe have can-do stories of growth, resilience and success to share. Tune in and be inspired by these individuals who have developed a strong can-do approach. Each one of their stories is unique. Each one of their stories has a key message. Today in this episode, I'm talking to Liz Nair, who is a leader, innovator, facilitator and coach. Now, Liz Nair's purpose is to inspire people to win. An experienced leader, innovator, facilitator and coach, her strengths include leading large teams through transformation and change and developing new business models that work today. Liz is currently the commercial director of Master Builders ACT and the founder of Ativo Consulting. She is passionate about unlooking the potential of young aspiring leaders to be their best, achieve their goals when feeling stuck, provide clarity when directionless, and inspire young talent to unleash their brilliance. Liz has a management degree, is a practitioner of neurolinguistic programming, NLP, Adesso wellbeing, and whole brain thinking using the HDBI. She is well experienced to lift people to their best from her extensive work both in the public and private sectors over the past 20 years. So welcome, Liz, today. Hi, Gail. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's go straight in. And first, if we could take a short walk through your life, Liz, if you can give us a glimpse of your background and how you arrived at helping businesses and their people to thrive, transforming them from the inside out. Yeah, Gail, look, my background and experience, um, I really like this quote by the Dalai Lama, sometimes not getting what you want can be a wonderful stroke of luck. So I've um, had a client service background, um, I've owned my own small business, I've um, been in leadership and management roles, I currently own um, two businesses um, and working as the commercial director here at Master Builders ACT. And as you mentioned, what lights me up is actually um, inspiring others to be their best. So whether that be tackling challenges and going through change, um, motivating them, providing the energy that they need to um, navigate in this world that um, just is throwing out so many obstacles, especially in the last 12 months. Most definitely, it, it surely is. And I think our, the work that we both do is, it, it is really helping a lot of people to manage and cope and to find a way forward uh, in, their, in their lives and businesses as well, particularly, as you say, the work that you do with young people, these young aspiring leaders, giving them that first step up um, on the ladder. So you've talked about the fact that you've had multiple roles in your career. Mm -hmm. So along the way, you probably have faced some challenges and you've gone through changes as well. So how do you manage those changes, those challenges yourself and the change that comes about and continue to thrive as a result? It's funny because many years ago, uh, I was involved in a load of change in the workplace. And I'm thinking, 
G at the time, I must have been about 28. And at the end of the year, I remember saying to a group around me, boy, I hope all of the change is behind us now. And little did I know that um, really the world is constantly changing and that was probably just the start of what I'd noticed, um, that the world was spinning faster than what I was keeping up. So um, what I've come to learn, though, is that those of us that think really the way we're currently doing around here is going to change as well, really don't um, thrive in an environment where um, things are constantly changing. So for me, COVID was a perfect example um, that allowed me to win through a challenging time. So I remember waking up one day, taking the dogs for a walk, and I was feeling really unsure about the world and what's next and were we going to make it. And the light bulb moment for me was really thinking back to my purpose and what makes me tick. So I knew that there were many people out there questioning themselves, floundering in the chaos, um, which allowed me to really connect with them, listen to their story and create a path for me to get through a challenging time and help them to get through that challenging time. Um, I like to do a lot of visualisation techniques. So visualise a situation, imagine myself being involved in that particular activity or task. Um, and create scenarios in my mind as to likely outcomes and visualising positive outcomes always helps me to think, yes, I can get through this. Um, and generally this allows me to plunge in and try something new, depending if we're working in a pandemic or not. Um, but, yeah, it, that served me well. How do you think then, as you have said, you step back in and you reflect on your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing? and you're enabling that in others. But how do you think it's helping you to keep building this resilience so that you can continue to thrive well beyond this crisis? Look, being out of my comfort zone is an area that I thrive. As I mentioned, I've been in a multiple um, array of different roles um, across my career, um, whether it be client service, tourism and travel, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I've been a trainer teaching the tourism and travel course and things like that. So I find it difficult to sit still um, before too long wanting to engage in a new activity or project. So I actually enjoy thinking about things differently, which includes taking risks and that creative problem solving. So when I mentioned um, I owned a business at the age of 25, I actually went in blind when purchasing. So when you think about risk and risk factor, this was huge. So at the time, I was just so naive and trusting of what people were saying around me that the business was great, you should dive in. Um, you know, it's a trade, it's a roaring trade, but I didn't really look at what was the other things to make it time. So it was extremely a risky business move for me to move into. Um, it was unfamiliar territory for me, and I also had an eight son at the time so not knowing that the business was going to consume so much of my time and how much I needed to invest um, there was loads of learning for me that I took away so as I mentioned I was too trusting I was young I was naive but really what helped um, me was around that positive attitude and the ability to actually go you know what I'm in this now. I've plunged in both feet. I can't get out right at this point in time, but I'm going to create it and make it my own. Um, when you're talking about helping and building resilience, the biggest thing for me around building resilience, no matter what it is, is also allowing 
that time um, for you to grieve. So if it is a loss, if it is a business, if it is um, mental health and any obstacles that are coming your way, it is important to actually acknowledge in the first instance before that you can create that path and strategy to move forward. Um, you know, I've been surrounded by um, death, suicide, mental health, my own limiting beliefs from childhood. Um, but what puts me in good stead is actually giving myself time to grieve that process, but then taking a deep breath and going, okay, Liz, that's enough time now. What am I going to actively be doing to still be making progressive steps forward? I think that's so interesting, all of the points that you've covered. You know, I could hear a lot of myself in what you've been through and how you've built that resilience. But I just wanted to take a step back to that first business that you said you run and then how you said that was a huge learning curve for you. Was there a particular moment that was a catalyst that really ignited in you this can-do approach and attitude that just said I need to find my my way out of it myself even though you were listening to lots of people saying a lot of things around you what did you really have to dig deep and find in yourself to create that path out I think for me it was around I mean I'm a, a positive person by nature um, I am very trusting of others but it was digging deep and going you know what I've got a positive attitude. I'm ready to grip my teeth and I'm determined to make this work. So whatever challenges are thrown my way, whether it be not understanding that when interest rates increase, it's going to affect my trade. And when petrol prices go up, people aren't going to be um, purchasing items as frequently from my business and adapting and thinking about um, what I can be doing and what additional things I could be doing at that time to still create an income and an income for my business. So I think it really comes down to having a positive attitude and being really confident in my ability uh, to build relationships. So I always tend to find that if you're able to connect with others, build rapport, build empathy, um, that served me very well in building some really firm and positive relationships um, and having the right people around me to support and guide at the time. Thank you for that. I wanted to take one more step even further back. So you talked about before that you had some limiting beliefs. We go through a lot of these emotions and struggles within our own minds when we are starting to run a business or we're, we're launching into something that's unfamiliar territory. This can-do mindset you have that is very, very strong because you, you welcome change, you look at a lot of different options as you go on your adventure through your life. Where do you think that stemmed from initially? Was it as a result of your childhood or did you were you given opportunities throughout your maybe education or your formative years where you were starting to learn some of these skills or did it just come about? 
No, I think it just goes back to that quote um, that I started with about not being able to get what, what you want the first time is always a wonderful stroke of luck. So the setbacks that we have, um, and because I like to think creatively, yes, at the time it got me down thinking, okay, I didn't get that job or I didn't get that promotion or maybe I jumped in blind to, to buying a business. What that allowed me to do was actually go back and look at, do I need to be self-development? Do I need to be reaching out to a different group of people and valuing those connections that are around me? Um, what do I need to do? Because the only change you can make is the change that you're actively going to pursue yourself. Um, and it's not, it's not easy when you sometimes you are surrounded by people that say, look, I told you you shouldn't have purchased that business or, you know, um, they're, they're instilling in your mind some negative, um, negative thoughts that you think, gosh, this really isn't productive and blocking that out. So um, that's generally the attitude and that's what served me well. So just going back and looking at what the skills I currently have, who's surrounding me, what my goals are, what are my motivators, what are my passions, and bringing that all together to create the path I need to move forward. Fantastic. I'm always fascinated to find out from my guests where that 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 thrust of their can-do mindset comes from. And it's a, it is largely shaped by our experiences and the environments that we find ourselves in. And it's then when we're in those environments, how we see and what we see and how we manage our way forward so with all of this going on in your life and your business as you say you're currently running two businesses and you're also the commercial director for the master builders how do you step away then Liz and give yourself that time to decompress and maintain your well-being and your mindset <laughs> uh, loads of self-talk, Gail. So <laughs> I don't wake up every day thinking and feeling amazing going, yes, I'm going to conquer today. Um, but what gets me up, though, is the thought of making others be their best, um, knowing that others are actually either waiting for me or relying on me or wanting me to connect with them um, and guide them and support them. I do like to stick to a routine. So even if I wake up at five in the morning and feeling exhausted, I still haul my butt out of bed, um, get outside, whether it's taking the dogs for a walk or going to the gym and just getting the blood pumping. I'm also super competitive with myself, which um, I suppose sometimes I see as, as a poor trait, uh, but I always have been. So when I was a kid, I loved sports carnivals um, to try and beat my time each race and at each carnival and I'm motivated by this competitive drive. And in business, it's around looking at the, the results, the satisfaction rates, the networks, seeing them growing and expanding. And I tend to find this positively motivates me and this positive energy that um, I tend to uh, radiate rubs off on those around me. Um, just, I know that some days when I, um, especially um, working here at Master Builders ACT, I'm, um, some of um, the staff at times might be feeling a little bit down about what's happening around them and just creating that positive um, environment around them to go, you know what, we can we can grit, grit our teeth and do this together. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's so important. You know, and it's just listening to you, you're a kindred spirit that uh, that 
classic going outside, getting that body activated, and also you setting yourself those targets and wanting to smash those targets. I can very much relate to that. I do that on my walk every day and see if I can better my time. So it's so important to prioritise that well-being in order to be able to achieve our personal best. And as you say, when you're in that place, you can radiate that and create that ripple effect for others. So you're working on a really interesting project um, in, your, in your business for this year, and it's around this idea of how to sparkle in 2021. Could you tell me and our listeners a bit more about why this is um, such an important part of your can-do message to your audience? Yeah, so look, the um, sparkle in 2021 really stemmed from... Um, all of the negativity and um, stories and news and um, people were just in a state of disarray last year that really had a negative impact on mental health. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people were impacted financially, um, professionally, um, industries closed, which um, really didn't, um, didn't end the year well. Um, and then we had obviously further shutdowns in different states in Australia really impacted um, and internationally um, for that matter uh, impacted by um, the pandemic last year so to start the year I thought you know what how do we keep things positive how do we start to share the good news stories that are starting to um, we're starting to hear again and um, I'm a big fan for celebrating the small wins uh, because those small wins create those big wins that um, allow us to sort of progress forward in our lives. But um, those small wins for me um, were you know, getting up, being consistent, um, you know, sticking to my structure and routine. Um, so that's where I've um, been really drawn to content and pushing out content around how to sparkle and how to keep that positive mindset for not only myself, but for, for those around me. So some of the work I've been um, doing um, aside from that is around a 30-day I'm possible challenge, which I'm really excited to, to launch in April, which is all around that self-belief, not so much knowing how great you can be, but really believing how great you can be at the end of this, um, at the end of the challenge, focusing on um, getting clear about your purpose and um, dropping, dropping things that are really aren't serving you well. Um, staying in your own lane, um, being aware of what's happening around you, but um, really being focused on what's happening um, in your lane only. So, yeah, I'm really excited about um, the year ahead uh, and where we're heading. I love the whole idea of that, and I think it is so it is so apt for the time. You know, there there's people who are hurting, there's people who are experiencing so much fatigue from this prolonged COVID virus. And I know Australia's had a much better run than other parts of the world, but it's still, as you said before, it's had a global impact. So it matters not what industry you're in, everybody's lives are affected. So your How to Sparkle in 2021 is a lovely moment of personal reflection for people to just go, I need to be kind to myself and to really look at who I am and what really matters to me and see how, as we've talked about in this whole uh, chat today, is how can I create the path going forward that really works for me? 
and it makes me feel powerful and I believe that I can do it as well. So I really look forward to seeing how that goes for you and also the success that you have with your 30-day uh, challenge with people as well, I'm possible. So we come to the part of the interview now, Liz, where could you share with us three can-do tips that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah, definitely. Look, three can-do tips um, for me that I'd like to share is have an hour of power each week. Um, so what is that hour that's just going to be to focus completely wholly and solely about you, whether that is getting out in nature, whether it's reading a book, whether it's doing some yoga, but spending some time for you. I mean, I try and make time for massage at least once a month. So that's one, uh, one hour of power taken care of, but um, thinking about each week what you can be doing. Drop it like it's hot. So for me, this is a big one. So letting go of those things that are holding me back. So for me, this has been relationships and old habits, uh, which has allowed me to create some space for the things that are really important to me. Uh, I'm so I live in the city that um, surrounds me, but also my wonderful family, um, very supportive of what I do. I love them immensely. And when I'm drawn um, into stressful situations and there's obstacles and I'm actually feeling um, a little bit out of my comfort zone and frazzled that um, being gracious and actually just taking a moment to breathe and think about the important things that I'm just so grateful for. And again, it's the little things that, um, that it's so important to actually acknowledge and take a moment to go, you know what, this is what's really serving me well and I'm so fortunate to have um, whether it be people, uh, whether it be resources, whether it be a space that you live in, um, to have that around you. Beautiful. I love all three of those. I particularly love the uh, the have an hour of power each week because it's just that recharge, isn't it? It's like you're plugging into yourself and you can power yourself back up so that you can reset and refocus and then get on with what comes next. But you feel empowered literally to do that yourself, don't you? Definitely. Fantastic. And my final question for you today then, Liz, is why do you feel a can-do attitude is essential? One simple line for you, Gail, because it outweighs a cannot attitude any day of the week. <laughs> Wonderful. You couldn't have summed that up any better, couldn't you? So thank you so much. But I'd just like to say it's been an absolute delight to talk to you today, Liz. We're on very similar wavelengths and I love the work that you're doing to inspire and to give people that space that they desperately need, especially at this time. But by giving them the space now, it can take them forward well into their futures and they will have those tools and uh, and be equipped to, to move themselves uh, into, into their futures. So thank you so much for joining me on the call today. Thank you, Gail. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to my podcast, The Can Do Way. Do you live and breathe a can-do attitude? Since 2019, my podcast has gifted listeners across the globe access to an incredible selection of guests with stories to refresh your perspective, bring you joy and inspire can-do positivity. Always curious and with an insatiable appetite for a good yarn, I invite you to be a guest on my weekly show.
If you have an inspiring perspective, a life-changing experience or an intriguing story to share, then drop me an email at gailmgibson.com. Until next week's show, do share the inspiration of the Can Do Way podcast with your friends, colleagues and clients, and wherever you are listening from in the world. Remember to make every day an amazing can-do day.